Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Hey guys, it's Jill. This week's episode is super exciting and I get a geek out about our guests. Um, Julia and I got to sit down with Michael and Jessica Guyveronsky, who are just like the most amazing power couple to the max. They are business owners, they are Jesus followers, they are like the coolest and most normal people you'll ever meet, but then also just like crazy prophetic and just super inspiring Jesus followers who are doing big things in the world. So this was a super inspirational conversation to have um, and we'll have multiple conversation or multiple iterations of our conversation with them coming out over different episodes. But this episode specifically was super inspiring to, um, I guess, just anyone wondering like, what are you going to be when you grow up? Um, or if you have passions and talents and just like, you know, partnering with God on those. And so Jessica's story is super inspiring with that. So I'm excited for you to hear it. Also, when we recorded, I was in their absolutely stunning and beautiful, amazing home and their cute puppy Finn was there <laughs> and we were super excited to have him there, but he, you can hear him in the background of it. So I will warn you if you hear some like chewing noise, um, that would be Mr. Finn. <laughs> and so that's on me. I didn't think we'd be able to hear him, uh, but you definitely can. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you are inspired as much as I was by Jessica's story. Michael and Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you. So we are going to start with Jessica's story. She is an amazing artist and I won't give too much away, but she has a really amazing story about how God, like I said, how God has partnered with her in creating art and reaching people. So with that, I will give you, quite literally give you the microphone. <laughs> okay. Thank you, first of all, for having us. Of course. It's such an honor to be on your guys' podcast. I love the vibe of your podcast, Thank how you. approachable it is, but also inspiring and just like casual and easy to Thank you. To. So yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay. So yeah, I just felt led to share about just my art journey. Yeah. I think, I think I wanted, I, I don't think I've ever shared this publicly. So this wow. would be, yeah, this is interesting for me, but it's something that I think uh, needs I, I need it's time for me to share it because I think mm -hmm. there are a lot of creatives out there and a lot of believers who don't feel empowered that pursuing a creative lifestyle is worthy mm -hmm. or um, deserving mm -hmm. or possible, wow. you know? And so um, for me, for like much like many creatives, like I always wanted to be an artist, yeah. you know, like ever since I was little, um, ever since my mom would ask me, she, she like kept this scrapbook every year and would ask us, me and my sister, these different questions, yeah. the same questions. And she'd like write them in. And oh, every cool. year, one of them was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And every single year, K through 12, <laughs> I said, artist. Wow. That's um, so sweet. <laughs> I know. It's one of those things where it's like, I think I took for granted or underestimated just how meaningful that is, yeah. you know, to, to, to have something stick with you from such an early age yeah. and like not even like fully understanding the the weight of what that could mean yeah. for your future. Totally. Because segue into even though I always knew I wanted to be an artist, I also always ran from it because I bought into the myths of like starving artists mm. um and 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 all that. And so like high school I was huge into art and I remember last day of school, my art teacher was like, so Jessica, which art school are you going to? 
I'm not. <laughs> and she's like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. And I was like, I can't be an artist. You yeah. don't make any money. And she was like, girl, you are wasting it. Wow. Um, and so I don't know what was wrong with me, but like, I was like, oh, I need to make money. So I went to school. I went to UW. And I went for my philosophy degree. Okay. Which is just I like, that. but why on earth did I think philosophy would make me more money than art? Like, I have no idea. Like, I, <laughs> the Lulu, for yeah. sure. <laughs> the Lulu. The Lulu was the Lulu. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went for philosophy. And then I had, you know, how you have to take electives. So like languages yeah. or arts or whatever. I obviously took all the fine art classes. Yeah. I'm like, yay, it's my, it's my hobby. Um, but I took so many yeah. <laughs> that I ended up double majoring in philosophy and art. So it was complete accident. Wow. It was just like my passion was leading me into these courses. Wow. And um, halfway through my first year, I got a full ride scholarship for both degrees. Wow. And so I was like, okay, that feels like I can study whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. That feels like blessing to me because totally. um, I wasn't expecting that. But One of the threads in my story is my pursuit of God and my pursuit of art are oftentimes very much intertwined. Oh, wow. One of the first like pivotal moments for me with those two things was in college that first Mm -hmm. year after I got the scholarship, I was spending time in scripture and I was reading Exodus 31 Mm -hmm. where it talks about Bezalel. Mm -hmm. And I'd never heard of Bezalel in my life before, had never like stumbled upon that scripture before, first time. And it talks about Bezalel being the first human ever recorded in history and scripture to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Wow. First human was an artist. And he was a craftsman. Yeah. So he was the craftsman who God basically anointed and filled with his spirit to give him supernatural ability, creative ability to be a craftsman, an artisan. And he like designed everything. Wow. And made it the uh, tabernacle wow. come to life. Wait, this was in Exodus? Exodus 31. Wow. I so early on too. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. I mean, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I had never heard of it. And I'm just like, the fact that it was, he was filled with the spirit to do um, creative works for God. Wow. It like unlocked something in me wow. and it like caused me to pray very specific. Yeah. It inspired me. I was like, wow, God, if this if, if you did this back then, if humans were capable of like collaborating with you and the yeah. arts like this, like, I want that. Can I like raise my hand? Yes. Can I like, you know, sign up for that? Because I love art, but I never thought I could actually do it. Yeah. Wow. It, the best way to describe it is like interdisciplinary. Cool. So all the things, yeah. you know, like whatever medium I feel most drawn to, to accomplish whatever it is that I'm trying to communicate, I use. Wow, that is so cool. So you can do it all, basically. I can learn it all. <laughs> Just like any human can. We can all learn anything. But she does it well. Very, very well. Did you do the sculpture, yeah. pottery, yeah, uh, painting? I will say that I, I learned pottery. Okay, cool. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I do pottery <laughs> well. But yeah, I, I would say like I was classically trained in painting. Cool. But um, so... But I went back to grad school as part of the story. But but yeah, I do all sorts of art. Very cool. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah, thank you for asking. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so after that, I was just like, wow, God cares about the arts. Mm-hmm. And if I have felt this impulse to create for as long as I can remember, wow. surely 
I can pursue this. Yeah. Surely there's a pathway forward somehow. So, so I went to undergrad for art, like I said, and then, but I still ran from it. I still like bought into the lie that I couldn't do it. And this is just like a common theme throughout my life. Um, so I felt this pressure to immediately know what I wanted to do with my life. Wow. Um, my, my parents were actually pressuring me quite a bit too. Like, what are you going to do? Um, and so I impulsively went to ministry school because I was like, I love God. Surely he will bless me wanting to be in ministry, you know, for the rest of my life. Wow. So I I started it, the program masters in ministry and first quarter in, Okay, well, first of all, let me preface. Like, I'm half Korean, right? My mom's Asian. Yeah. My dad was military. So they beat it into me to be, like, good at school. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be successful. (laughs) Like, we were Asians. We're not Bijans. You know what I mean? (laughs) I've never heard that. Yeah, neither have I. So, like, I I always did well because I was forced to. (laughs) But first quarter in, this weird phenomenon started to happen where I would, like, be reading and none of the information was going in. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, I'd be staring at the pages and it just like, I was not processing it. Whoa. It's like my eyes and my brain were choosing to reject everything that was in front of me. Wow. So I had to get counseling. I was like, what is going on with me? What's, what's happening? Wow. Um, so I got counseling cause I'm like, I'm, I am no Bijan. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and basically my counselor helped me come to the conclusion that I didn't actually want to be in ministry yeah. as like noble of a calling as that is. I wasn't actually called to it. Wow. Yeah. You know, like people are called to ministry wow. and it's not something to take lightly. Yeah. I basically spent the next uh, 10 months praying like crazy Wow. and just being like, God, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, I literally don't know. And and you stayed in ministry school? No, I dropped out. Oh, you dropped yeah, out. Yeah, okay. I dropped out. And my parents were surprisingly supportive of that, wow. which was very shocking to me. But yeah, I dropped out because I'm like, this this ain't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I spent 10 months just like really, like on your face crying, praying, wow. like desperate yeah. for answers. Yeah. And it's like my spirit was was so desperate. Um to know like why I was made. Yeah. Like what am I here for? Wow. And I just remember praying over and over again. I literally don't care what it is, God. What have you called me to? Wow. I will do it. Yeah. Have you called me to be a janitor? I'll be the best damn janitor this world has ever seen. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't care. So good. <laughs> and what was interesting is during that time, he kept saying the same thing over and over to me and to the my community around me, which was what's in your hands. Wow. And, and that is what God asked Moses when he was um, holding the staff and mm-hmm. God used the staff to perform so many miracles through him. Yeah. And when I looked into my hands, I was like, well, God, I see music and art because, you know, music is a, a huge passion of mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, but what am I supposed to do with that? How can I actually do anything with that? Yeah. I heard about Bethel Church in Reading. Mm-hmm. They have this school of supernatural creativity and they were having a conference cool. and I was like, perfect timing. Like yeah. I want to test this thing. Cool. Like, am I called to the arts or am I Delulu? I think we have a podcast <laughs> title now. <laughs> so, so I go and it was, I mean, that church is crazy prophetic, yeah. but I just got the same three words 
over and over. And Bethel is, is just like a very charismatic church where anyone will like walk up to you and be like, God is saying this to you right now. Totally. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just part of their culture. It's yeah. crazy. And so, uh, yeah, I recorded everything that was spoken over me and I'm just like, okay, God definitely spoke. God yeah. definitely confirmed. I'm called to the arts. Wow. What an honor. How crazy. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. and so that was, that was when I stopped questioning it. Mm-hmm. Finally, it was 2010 or 11. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop questioning that this is my desire for the arts is there for a reason yeah and it's worth pursuing and i don't know where i'm going but god's gonna make a way one of my tests um to to just like make sure like what i felt i was hearing was right during those 10 months was i was praying to god and i was like god if you've really called me to the arts help me find a job that will allow me to paint Mm -hmm. um the way that i want to paint Mm -hmm. um and let me find it today (laughs) and so i went on like no yeah <laughs> today <laughs> talk about a fleece right that's yeah a, that's yeah a very, very heavy weighted demand yes. um but sometimes he answers us <laughs> and he did because I, I went on the northwest university job posting and i saw that there was a job looking for a painter and i was like oh they just want somebody to paint their walls but i i looked into it and now surely enough it was for a nonprofit called community dinners they're still alive and well today they're a dinner church model where they have um, free meals available, I think every night at this point, for the homeless in the Seattle area. Very cool. Their goal has been to have a dinner in each of the 27 neighborhoods of Seattle. And I was the first artist they hired. So basically they hired me to come while people are dining. And it's it's really beautiful. It's like catered, you know, they have linens on the table. They really do their best to make it a dignified, welcoming, abundant um, experience. And so, so I was brought on to just paint while people ate so and cool. to paint anything I wanted. Um, and Wait, that's amazing. So they, so the people could watch you paint while they're eating. Yeah, exactly. So it's basically like live entertainment cool. um, and just something to kind of like zone out on, yeah. you know, but something encouraging to sort of reinforce um, the heart behind what they do. Yeah. But what was crazy is I showed up like, any good artist knowing exactly what I was going to paint, I come up to the canvas and I'm ready to go. And I feel so strong instantly. Holy spirit said, drop your plan, follow me. And I was like, get behind me Satan. that ain't real. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> this is self-sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I, I started sweating because I was resisting. Yeah. And I felt it so strong. It, it almost felt like my heart was being pu- physically pulled yeah. down. Like somebody grabbed my heart with their fist and was pulling on it to be like, listen. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is scary. <laughs> this is mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I was sweating so much because I was resisting. It was the weirdest <laughs> physical feeling. Yeah. And I'd never heard of doing art with God yeah. ever in my life. But I heard him very clearly say that. And so I was like, you know what? They don't know how I paint. Yeah. So if this sucks, <laughs> it's only up from here. You know, the next time I can do my, my plan, it'll be great. Yeah. Um, and so I just decided, you know what? Let's just try it. Let's see what happens. And so I'm just like, okay. So I try to tune in and I'm like, what do I do? And I just, I'm led through the entire painting from start to finish for the whole night. And it, when I say I'm led, I mean, I mean like a little blue here this weird shape here, a little background here. And I'm just like full faith for every single step. I'm just like, I'm crazy. 
and I was sweating the whole time because I was so nervous. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> and at the end, at the end of the painting, it took me a while to figure out what it was, but it, so what I had physically painted was this like little blue person, <laughs> um, <laughs> small, and, and there was like a nest and there were a lot of feathers like going up in the air. Basically it was a depiction of, I think it's Matthew 13 where it says, uh, like a kernel of wheat must fall to the ground and die before it basically like provides plentiful new lives oh. um, so it's the metaphor of the kernel of wheat dying to reproduce oh wow that is signifies Jesus and how oh, he yeah. had to die um, for us to be inheritors of God's family wow and and I shared that at that night and I I was never the same after that night the Holy Spirit me actually hearing him following him him telling me what to paint I was just like this changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, wow, wow. I was not expecting that. It was so clear to me that God was speaking to me. Wow. He wanted me to follow him and it paid off. Wow. Like that's, I took a risk in yeah. faith and it really did pay off. That's so cool. Um, where, where does the painting live now? Um, I'm pretty sure it was sold. So all the paintings that I ever did for them um, were, were either, either given away or sold, but I don't remember who has that one. That was the moment where God showed me it's possible to do art with him yeah. and that he has a purpose for it yeah. and, and that it, yeah, it's just possible to like co-labor with him in that way. Thanks for listening to the Yours is the Story podcast. We really want to hear stories from you. You can email us at yoursthestory at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.